Welcome to the Robert Half Legal Report, where we discuss current issues impacting the legal profession related to hiring, staff management, and more with leading experts in the field. Robert Half Legal provides lawyers, paralegals, and support staff to law firms and corporate legal departments on a project and full-time basis. The Robert Half Legal Report is here on the Legal Talk Network. Welcome to Robert Half Legal Report. We're glad you could listen today. I'm your host, Marilyn Bird, District President for Robert Half Legal. I'm pleased to introduce our guest today, Attorney Charles Volkert. Charles is the Executive Director of Robert Half Legal, which is the premier provider of experienced project and full-time professionals for law firms and corporate legal departments. Charles, who we will refer to as Chad, began his staffing industry career when he joined Robert Half International in 1999, and he also served as Vice President of National Accounts for the company. Chad has been instrumental in the national expansion of Robert Half Legal, which now has locations in major markets throughout the United States and Canada. Welcome, Chad. Thanks, Marilyn. It's great to be here with you and to be on the Legal Talk Network again. Uh, excited about our topic today and fielding questions and getting into some detail with you. I am as well. What we're going to talk about today is Future Law Office. It's a research project that we produce as a company, and this specific edition really speaks to how the law firms and legal departments have adapted to the economic crisis of last year. Should be a really good discussion. Excellent. So let's start, Chad, really with, you know, specifically, how did the economic crisis of 2009 impact our field? Well, what we're terming as the Great Recession, Marilyn, was a game-changing event for law firms as well as corporate legal departments. We've conducted our future law office study for 10 years now, and have never seen anything like this recession and the impact it had on the legal field. The field experienced a serious seismic shift, and it really showed and demonstrated that the old ways of operating are no longer viable for many legal entities. Never before in the legal industry did we see mass layoffs or firms going out of business like we did in this recession. As a matter of fact, the AMLAW 200 were deeply and in many respects permanently affected due to this downturn in the economy. The landscape has changed dramatically. They're really rethinking and modifying the fundamentals to improve delivery of legal services and process of re-engineering and analyzing really the way cases are handled in order to eliminate waste and decrease the amount of time it takes to deliver legal services is going to be paramount to the legal profession moving forward. I'd even say that legal departments are trying to manage the high volume of work in-house more effectively while keeping a tight check on their outside counsel spend. They want to partner with law firms that are more business-oriented in terms of how they operate and how they're managed, really being in sync with their corporate ideals as well. I couldn't agree with you more, Chad. I think I heard those exact comments and specific requests. What do we do now from clients that we met really in in every geography? 
Can we talk a little bit more about the specific changes that you see actual law firms making? Absolutely. I think, Marilyn, one of the key areas of changes that we have seen is really around staffing practices by these law firms. One of the largest expenses, obviously, is staffing. And that's a major concern in order for firms to operate more efficiently and effectively to retain and attract their corporate clients. Trends we've been tracking for our future law office research, uh, I would just list a couple of Maryland. Some of that research includes thinning of the partner ranks, reducing first-year associate classes, and scaling back on summer associate programs. Really rethinking traditional or lockstep compensation systems is also something we're seeing. I think McKenna and Long, as well as other firms, have really shifted more towards a merit-based pay structure. We've also seen a number of hybrid legal support roles come up and, and really grow out of this downturn. Legal professionals such as paralegals, legal secretaries, and other individuals on the legal support side within firms are taking on more responsibility and different responsibilities than ever before. We're also seeing greater use of flexible staffing, such as project attorneys and temporary paralegals for a wide variety of cases. As you know, Marilyn, uh, handling the business that you run for us, you can see the uptick in the use of project professionals for e-discovery matters, litigation, but we're also seeing that for contract review, intellectual property, labor and employment, and some other various practice areas, such as bankruptcy and foreclosure, which continues to be a hot practice area right now. The last couple of points that I'd mention are selective and careful hiring of full-time employees, uh, the market continues to be cautious, especially the law firms and the larger law firms on right-sizing uh, their employee base and knowing who they should hire and how many they should hire. greenberg Chorg is an example also. They're still hiring first-year associates, but they're looking more for the lateral movement in order to expand and grow their business. And a lot of law firms are treating and approaching it from the same standpoint. I guess the last thing I'd leave you with, Marilyn, is, is just from our feedback, whether it's from the future law office or the many client visits that I know you and I and others go on, is that law firms are really trying to transform themselves to operate much more like a corporate entity than maybe like the old law firms uh, of years ago. And I think as they do that, they're coming in line with best practices that their corporate clients are using. And it'll really be interesting to see how that maps out uh, moving forward for both those law firms and their corporate clients. Yes, yes, it will. Really, as I listen to your comments, it's change in almost every dimension of the business. One of the things that I noticed a lot in talking to the clients is they became much more focused on their clients and really how are they going to continue and improve this service to their own clients, really to improve the business matters as you described. Can we talk about that and how they're going to deliver that value to their clients? Absolutely, Marilyn. Law firms are really focused on a couple of key concepts in order to deliver value to their clients. First, firms that are doing well are focusing on understanding what's important to the client and what the relationship is really worth. In other words, they're responding to the client's priorities and needs first and foremost. 
There's a concept that they're focused on, which is client-centered services. They're taking a holistic approach. A firm must understand the client's business and really provide specific advice about avoiding or mitigating risk. Firms are also getting more creative with their billing and alternative fee arrangements. We're seeing fixed fees, blended fees, performance-based and contingency fees. They're also looking at associate pay and realizing, especially at multi-practice firms, that they can't continue to charge in many circumstances the same rate for an associate in one practice area as in another practice area. And I think that's an important aspect as well. They're again focusing how to use more temporary and project professionals as well as who do they need to hire on a full-time basis to deliver the best legal service to their client. And we're seeing best practices. I think McKenna and Long is an example that has tied billing rates to compensation. Billing level directly matches the skill level of an associate. Therefore, clients can more easily see the value that they're getting from that outside counsel. Chad, can you go into a little more detail about the actual methods that they're using? Well, I think these methods are all based, Maryland, around the ability to be flexible. So as part of our research for the Future Law Office, we polled lawyers to see which methods they were using to improve client service levels. And number one, technology tools ranked number one out of 94% of the respondents. Uh, some of those best practices were using online systems for case management and e-billing so clients can track progress and budget real-time. And that's the key, real-time with those type of tools. Number two, providing frequent reports to clients. 89% of the respondents really felt like this was a key best practice that law firms had to provide to them. Relationship managers from the firm and the client side meet quarterly, uh, even sometimes more frequently, to review and refine objectives for a case or for an overall matter. And third was to improve the client's service. And that really revolved around knowledge sharing among clients. Over 78% of the respondents said it had to be based on knowledge sharing. Law firms were using blogs and other ways to communicate uh, with their institutional relationships, which I think was really, really crucial. Uh, and overall, law firms should establish an ongoing dialogue with clients about what quality needs. I think we're seeing the most progressive law firms having those continual discussions with their corporations, even throughout a specific matter to make sure that they're on track, where maybe prior uh, sort of actions were, great, let's talk about the case up front, and we'll tell you how it's going once we get near conclusion. Uh, there's a lot more dialogue going on now. You know, with this much change in the economy and as challenging as it is, it sounds like the clients are really in the driver's seat. I'm wondering, knowing that, how it's changed the relationship between the corporation and then their law firm. Well, I think you've hit on something, you know, Marilyn, that is really, really key coming out of this downturn. I mean, clients are more concerned than ever about getting their money's worth. Um, and law firms are discovering that quality is increasingly being measured not by price or time spent, but by actual results. And I think that's really important as law firms look to 
develop client relationships, that they're handling matters on an individual case-by-case basis and looking for those results. The ACC value challenge is a perfect example. It set a formalized metrics to quantify and measure the value a firm delivers, and it establishes new standards for firms to meet. And I think that's just one example of the changes that we're seeing. Clients want more communication. They want to have real-time discussions on how to efficiently manage legal costs. They want to understand and approve on how cases should be staffed. And clients are insisting on greater transparency, efficiency, and value cost savings. Not that they weren't before, but I do believe from what we've heard both on the corporate side as well as the law firm side that this has gone to a whole new level after 2009. And one of the other topics that I would say is simply the big picture of reducing outside legal spend. That was a concern for over 80% of the respondents to the 2009 ACC Serengeti Managing Outside Counsel Survey. Corporate legal departments are cutting costs by bringing more work in-house, using project and temporary professionals, and becoming more selective about when and how they work with their outside counsel. When I'm thinking about some of the client conversations I had, that's probably the one thing I noticed the most is how they were becoming much more selective, and they had to be. They had to be really careful with their choices. Let's go through a little bit more about what they are doing and how how they're being more selective. Absolutely. One of the ways is that they are consolidating, meaning general counsels, the corporations are consolidating the number of outside law firms that they use, uh, really having discussions with those firms to see who fits various practice areas and who can deliver the best value and legal expertise. They're also looking at utilizing a lot of small and boutique firms. As you know, Marilyn, um, 2009 brought across the largest growth of small and mid-sized firms that we've seen in a long, long time. A lot of shareholders, partners left large firms and opened up boutique firms where they're offering lower bill rates, but offering also the same value and service that maybe some larger firms have provided. So I think corporations are looking at who can service us best regarding this matter, just not the name of the law firm anymore, which I think is important for all firms of all sizes to realize. Another cost-saving solution, uh, again, as we've talked about, using interim legal professionals for certain type of projects hand-in-hand with outside counsel. And we're entering in every day more discussions with the general counsels, the partners at the table, as far as the additional staffing solutions that they want to look at. In-house lawyers we surveyed said that projects for which they plan to use interim legal professionals the most were litigation, e-discovery, bankruptcy, and foreclosure in that order, Marilyn. And I think that's really important for corporations as well as law firms to realize that those are the hot practice areas where different solutions are definitely being accepted. And in some instances, legal departments are changing the types of work they go to outside counsel for. They may hire independent contractors to draft contracts or other agreements and turn those over for sort of end product review to their outside counsel. So those are just some of the ways, Marilyn, that I think uh, in our discussions and our survey results, law firms and corporations are looking at uh, the business a little bit differently. 
Why don't we take a short break and we'll be right back. To find, hire, and retain the best legal professionals, it's critical to have a sound hiring strategy in place. Robert Half Legal works with law firms and corporate legal departments to create effective staffing plans that can adapt to changing workload levels, realize significant cost savings, and improve the overall management of human resources. We offer a wide range of resources to assist hiring managers and job candidates, including our annual salary guide, industry-leading workplace research, and valuable interactive tools. For more information, call us at 800-870-8367 or visit roberthalflegal.com. We are the Robert Half Legal Report on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Marilyn Bird, and I'm talking with Chad Volkert, Executive Director, Robert Half Legal. So, Chad, I think it's an obvious question when we're talking about everything that's gone on the last couple of years and the research. What are we looking at as we move forward? What are the legal industry's biggest challenges? Well, Marilyn, I wish we all had a crystal ball, right? But um, we don't. We can certainly go uh, on the knowledge we know from our conversations with corporate clients as well as law firms and and survey results. But I think it's a changing landscape. Um, But a couple of general themes for law firms, I think they need to be working strategically with corporate clients to come up with solutions to provide the best legal advice at cost-effective rates. Firms really need to continue to understand what their clients are looking for and ask more questions about expectations priorities and needs. And what we've heard is the law firms that are doing that are winning more business. For legal departments, a couple of the points would be handling work in-house. How do they do that? How do they staff that effectively? Managing outside counsel and dealing with the continual growth of electronic data. Right Again, 10 years ago, everybody was worried about getting through 100 banker boxes. Now it's how do we get through 5 million emails with the age of electronic data, and that just continues to grow on a daily basis. And I think that's a concern on how to handle that, both from a corporate general counsel role as well as their outside counsel. Another challenge overall is just globalization of the legal practice area. Law offices seek attorneys with more foreign language skills than ever before, and the ability to handle cross-border matters for corporate clients overseas is a key focus point for law firms. And it really should be because that area of law is just going to continue to grow and expand and bridge those geographical boundaries. Well, Chad, that's all the time we have for this edition of the Robert F. Legal Report. Thank you so much. And for everyone out there that's listening, you can subscribe to all of the editions of this podcast at LegalTalkNetwork.com or on iTunes. Chad, could you let them know how they could get more information about Robert F. Legal? Absolutely. And, and thanks, Marilyn. And thank you to the Legal Talk Network. It's been a great podcast, and hopefully everybody found the information valuable. But I definitely would love to hear your feedback, as well as any suggestions or questions. So feel free to call me at 305-374-2936, or email me at charles.volkert, V as in Victor, O-L-K-E-R-T, 
at rhi.com. Thanks again, Marilyn. Thank you, Chad. Great information. And if you'd like more information on Robert Half Legal, or if you'd like a free copy of our future law office, please go to roberthalflegal.com. You can also call us at 1-800-870-8367. We'll see you next time on the Robert Half Legal Report. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Robert Half Legal connects the most highly skilled candidates with the best positions in the legal profession. Join us again for the latest information in the next edition of the Robert Half Legal Report here on the Legal Talk Network.